When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What a world! Welcome to another episode of the Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's blog and theboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from Radio Your Hello, Stan the Ocho. It is Thursday, the third day, December 8th, 2022. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy. And before we keep going, I want to remind you that the Ocho is presented to you by Righteous Felon Craft Jerky, the jerky that helps fuel our nine and three Dallas Cowboys. That is correct. Righteous Felon Jerky and Bill Tong are available for Cowboys players at the Ford Center training facilities. You can eat what they eat. Each two-ounce bag of jerky has 16 to 20 grams of protein. Biltong has 32, and each meat stick appropriately has eight grams of protein. If it's good enough for the Cowboys, believe me, it has got to be good enough for you as well. Righteous Felon uses locally sourced, all-natural black Angus beef and prides itself on superior quality, revolutionary branding, and unique flavors that go beyond the stereotypical jerky offering. Go to RighteousFelon.com and use discount code BTB15 at checkout to get 15% off your order. That is BTB15 for 15% off your order. It is a great stocking stuffer. You heard Brandon Lee Gouton and I talking about the meat sticks uh, on this week's episode of the NFC East Mixtape. I promise you, Righteous Felon, you will never eat another jerky ever again. Get the Nelson Mandela, get whatever meat stick you want. It will change your life. So uh, we've been shouting out all of you who have been tagging us in your Spotify wrapped. Uh, that means so much to us. It is um, the holiday season, so it makes us feel all you know joyful and wonderful inside. Uh, but I do want to shout out those of you who leave reviews for us on the Blog and the Boys podcast network as well. Um, those, seriously, they help us out. You have no idea uh, how valuable they are. And there was one review, I, I, I would normally read a lot of them, uh, but this one is massive. So I want to do my best to get through it before we get to today's subject. So five-star rating comes to us from Arwen the Fox as of November 30th, 2022, titled Blogging the Boys, the absolute best Dallas Cowboys podcast ever with a star emoji. I'm going to skim through this, Arwen the Fox, so appreciate the review, but um, you know, we, we've, we've got some stuff to address about our 9 and 3 Dallas Cowboys. Okay, here we go. As you can infer from the review title, Blogging the Boys is the greatest, finest, and leading Dallas Cowboys podcast out there, primarily due to the marvelous and renowned R.J. Ochoa. I'm a little bit biased, but I like him too. The BTB crew is great overall, but R.J. is the main reason I listen to this particular podcast. Shout out to R.J.'s fellow SB Nation podcast homies, Rob Stats Guerrero of Niners Nation and Brandon Lee Gowden of Bleeding Green Nation. You can hear me, Stats, and BLG together every Friday on The Look Ahead over on the SB Nation NFL show. Look, Arwen Fox, I appreciate the kind words from me, um, talking about bringing a fun and community our love of the Dallas Cowboys, regardless of our record 
and or lack of our recent NFC Championship slash Super Bowl appearances. I love this part, obviously. Uh, excuse me. Although I've never met RJ in real life, I find myself thinking of him as a friend because he has a unique way of speaking directly to us listeners as if we were friends discussing not just the good, bad, and everything in between of the Dallas Cowboys, but also regular life things like our families, favorite foods, holidays, etc. I do have a, a peppermint mocha near me right now, Arwen the Fox, so definitely in the holiday spirit. Um, it's wonderful how RJ strikes a great balance between honest, thoughtful football analysis and the jokes, lighthearted banter, and such experiences that I would share with friends in real life. Um, once again, Arwen the Fox, I appreciate the kind words. It is, is an inordinately long review, and I love you for that. Um, we, we have some things to get to, but but these things mean a lot it is really the reason I'm reading it here to all of you. Um, you know, Our staff works so hard all year round. We put out podcasts, not just during the season. We put out multiple shows a day. We put out a daily update show every single day here on the Blog of the Voice Podcast Network. Totally free. Totally 100% free. If you have you know, an iPhone or whatever, you have uh, Spotify on your device, you just subscribe and you get all of the episodes downloaded right for you you just got to click play and then uh, whatever it is like swipe or delete when you're done with them we love the Dallas Cowboys and we love sharing them with people all over the world I've said this all over the you know all over the place and, and for a long time now I'm 33 years old and I think back to when I was in high school and I would have loved a place like this blogging the boys did exist but you know the internet wasn't um, wasn't what it what it is today back then not to date myself too much but it is just the coolest thing to me that we can all connect and love this team together. And yeah, there are things that, that we love besides the Cowboys, some things that we, we do happen to have in common, right? Sometimes there are things that we don't have in common. Sometimes we disagree on things, you know, with regards to life, whatever. But this is our common denominator. This bonds us. This unites us. This team that we all live and die with. And uh, and thankfully, there's been a lot of good times here this season. So Arwen the Fox, thank you so much. Thank you to everybody. I do want to talk a little bit about I wouldn't say the NFC Championship drought. Um, I wrote about this subject this week at bloggingtheboys.com, and I've been kind of, um, you know, kind of banging this drum a little bit, you know, everywhere that I've been so far this week, different shows and, and different podcasts and things like that. On Sunday afternoon, the Dallas Cowboys are going to beat the Houston Texans. And that's not trying to be confident. That's not trying to be arrogant. That's not trying to be overzealous. It is simple fact. The Dallas Cowboys are going to beat the Houston Texans. Oh, man, he just jinxes. Look, we all think that's going to happen, right? Uh, nobody's making any guarantees, but we all believe in all likelihood, if we simulated this thing 90, or excuse me, 100 times, 99 of those 100 times, the Cowboys would win. That one outlier does exist, but in all likelihood, the Dallas Cowboys are going to beat the Davis Mills-led Texans. We found out on Wednesday, by the way. By the way, uh, full disclosure, I'm recording this Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Central Time, just in case anything happens, obviously. Uh, there's been a lot of Odell updates and not really updates, but we've had you covered on that, so not going to get too much into that. By the way, uh, I, I know I've said, by the way, several times now, um, later on today, if you are listening to this on Thursday, we are supposed to have a special interview here at Blogging the Boys. I should have led with this, but I forgot. Uh, Jason Witten is supposed to join me on Thursday afternoon uh, to record. It'll be about a 10-minute interview. Uh, we will drop that for you here as part of our BTB interview series. We will also put it on the Blog and the Boys YouTube channel so you can watch it there as well. Uh, so looking forward to that. Um, wherever, however you're listening to this, whatever device, like I said, if it's past, uh, I don't know, like noon central-ish um, on Thursday, just refresh your, uh, your podcast feed and you should hopefully have that episode. But things like this do change sometimes. So if it doesn't happen, apologies. But you know, just being straight up with you. But anyway, so the Cowboys should win. Uh, speaking of things that should happen, should win their 10th game of the season on Sunday afternoon. 
that is a big deal. And 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 I, I'm bringing this up because it is a massive, massive, massive deal. You know, Arwen the Fox, the review talked about, right? Like we, we all know this feeling. We all know this existence. We all know how disappointing it is when the Cowboys are not good. And, and you look at, you know, different NFL fan bases. Do you think I don't know. Do you think Pittsburgh Steelers fans are enjoying this season? That's maybe not a, a good example because they're kind of kind of cute right now. But do you think you think LA Rams they're playing today? You think they're enjoying the season? You think you know? You think I don't know. You think Green Bay Packers fans are enjoying this season? Yeah, they enjoyed the Cowboys. And you think New Orleans Saints fans are enjoying this season? Generally speaking, we'd be in that boat too because for over 25 years, when the Cowboys have had a 10 or more win season, a double-digit win season. They have responded by not doing so the following year. Now, to be clear, the Cowboys have, have had a lot of success. You see these stats and, and these measurements all the time, right? Like most wins since like whatever the case may be. And the Cowboys are always kind of right there in the mix with, with the top teams in the NFL. Obviously, they don't have a Super Bowl or an NFC Championship game appearance to show for that. But for whatever reason, they have not been able to string it together. It has been since 1995 and 1996 that the Dallas Cowboys have gone without putting together two straight seasons with double-digit wins. Cowboys won 12 games a year ago, which set them up for the opportunity here in 2022. They will win a game, right? Even if even if something crazy happens and they lose to the Texans on Sunday afternoon, they will win one more game this season to get to 10 wins, which means they will do it. They will have double-digit wins in back-to-back years for the first time in over a quarter century. That again, like I don't I don't know why this isn't a bigger deal to some people. This is how it's gone. All right, there have been uh, seven times that the Cowboys have had an opportunity since 1996 to put together double or excuse me consecutive double digit win seasons in 1998 the Cowboys went 10 and 6 the following year in 1999 they were a playoff team but they were 8 and 8 as a playoff team a wild card team obviously in 2003 they went 10 and 6 the next year 2004 went 6 and 10 and missed the playoffs 2007 I mentioned high school that was my senior year of high school 2007 they went 13 and 3 the next year 9 and 7 missed the playoffs 44 to 6 final game at Texas Stadium awful 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 Awful. 2009, they went 11 and 5, won the NFC East, just like in 07. They went 6 and 10 in 2010. Romo got hurt. They missed the playoffs. 2014, they went 12 and 4, the magical Tony Romo season. The next year, he got hurt. They went 4 and 12 and missed the playoffs. 2016, rookie Dak, rookie Zeke, they went 13 and 3, and the following year, 9 and 7, missed the playoffs. 2018, traded for Amari, everything's wonderful, went 10 and 6. The next year, 2018, went 8 and 8. Final year of Jason Garrett, missed the playoffs. So you're talking about the last six times that the Cowboys have had an opportunity to put together consecutive double-digit win seasons. They not only have failed to reach double-digit wins, they have missed the playoffs. Now, to be fair, twice they have won nine games, so they fell you know, just, just short of it twice. But still, th- this is... This is not normal if you're supposed to be an elite team the way we view the Cowboys franchise to be, right? And I know that there's a lot, you know, to say about the drought and blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing, all right? And we have to reconcile with this now. And I thought Danny Phantom made a great point about this in our roundtable discussion on Tuesday. You can listen to that here on the podcast network if you go back in your feed as well. The Cowboys might not win the Super Bowl this year. They might not, right? <laughs> in fact, they probably won't, right? Those, if, if you're just playing odds, they probably will not win the Super Bowl this year. That's okay. I know that hurts. It's, it's okay. The overwhelming likelihood is that they won't. It is certainly possible that they do, right? And, and they have everything kind of set up for them to be able to have an opportunity to do so. The double-digit wins are a prime example of that. 
But if they don't, the culture has changed. That's the important thing. The culture has changed. I know we're impatient. I know the drought has gone on forever. I know we want it now. I, I, I feel like uh, the, the little girl in Willy Wonka, I want it now. I want it now. Or, or I feel like um, um, Harry Potter's cousin. Uh, what is his name? Um, Dudley? Dudley Dursley? Am I getting that right? Uh, I'm, I'm messing that up. But, you know, when, in, in, in the Sorcerer's Stone, when he's like, what do you mean I only have 36 gifts? Last year I had 37 all right, I need more than 37 now. I mean, are you kidding me, Cowboys? All right, it's been since 1995. You have to win the Super Bowl now. I would love it if the Cowboys won the Super Bowl, but they probably won't, right? But they, they, they could, right? It's certainly within the realm of possibilities. You can totally see a path towards them winning a Super Bowl, but even if they don't, we should celebrate this. We should celebrate because we have made it through to the other side. And by that, I mean, this is now a team, our team, this is now a team that is sustainably good. This is now a team that is repeatedly knocking at the door, repeatedly in the tournament, repeatedly at the dance, repeatedly here. And if you get here over and over and over and over again, you'll crack through. I mean, the, you talk about odds. Odds support that idea. General data supports that idea that if you are a playoff team, if you're in the mix year in and year out, the way Mike McCarthy's Green Bay Packers were, at some point in time, the chips will fall your way. They might not fall your way the first time. They didn't last year for the 2021 Dallas Cowboys. They might not fall your way the second time. They might not here in 2022. But if you are sustainably good, it will likely work out for you at some point or another. And this team, this franchise has not been. And that is that is important. That is such a huge thing. They have not been able to do it. And there was a comment. I mentioned this on the roundtable, and I should have gone back and, and looked up who, who wrote it um, in the article. But I loved this comment because every Cowboys season, and we've talked so much about how this one has felt a little bit different and a little bit left-footed and a little bit, you know, just kind of different in makeup because of the DAC injury and the resiliency, on and on and on and on. But every Cowboys season, I mean, you know, I'll go back to my senior year of high school. Since 2007, let's, I think that's kind of a, a safe data point, maybe 2006, but because they were a wildcard team in 2006. That's the other thing, by the way. If, if I don't think we're talking about this enough. If the Cowboys were a wildcard team this year, which right now they would be, it would be the first time they make the playoffs as a wildcard team since 2006. That's kind of weird to me, right? <laughs> like Since then, the only times they've made the playoffs has been a, as a division winner. Since then, every time they've made the playoffs, they have hosted at least one playoff game, uh, whether it was in the wildcard or divisional round. That's kind of just a weird, quirky little thing. But since 2006, right? Which is, you know, that was over 10 years past the, you know, the last Super Bowl title, obviously. Since 2006, every year, this was the comment, every year has felt like, like, like so precious. Like it has to happen now, right? And, and I, I brought up 2014 in our roundtable because in 2006, it was like, man, you, you found the dude. You finally found the guy post-Troy, you know, Romo. That's why the bobble was so painful. 2007, oh, man, you were the best team in the NFL. You had a chance to get to the Super Bowl and the rematch against the Patriots. It didn't work out. And, you know. Then 2008 was rough. 2009, 2009, I think we all kind of were a little bit more measured in things because it was a not quite a surprise, but it was a bit of a return to form. But still, getting blasted by Brett Favre's Vikings wasn't that devastating. At least it, it isn't in my hindsight. Uh, but 2014, I mean, man, especially because it had been five years at that point in time, and it was the first year for Jason Garrett, and you could tell we were near the end with Romo. That one felt truly, truly, truly precious. Like it has to happen now, and that's why I think we were so devastated in 2015, and why so many people had a difficult time moving on from Romo and, and even still do but in, in 2016 it's like dude you are so good look at you have this amazing runner blah 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 you're going to be at home you're the number one seed it has to work out it doesn't 2018 you have caught lightning in a bottle with Amari Cooper come on you, you, you have this defense you have these linebackers Jalen Smith and Leighton Vanderish. come on it has to work and it didn't 2021 you have 
Micah Parsons. You have this amazing, ferocious, the best defensive player in the NFL. You have a, a corner who's intercepting balls left and right. This has to be the year. And they're not the year, right? They weren't the year. And that is such a disappointing and was a disappointing and remains a disappointing thing because, you know, I know I felt this way after last year. It's like, man, they cannot do it. They have shown that they are unable as a franchise, even though the players are different, even though the coaches are different, even though it's different buildings, right, from Texas Stadium to, to, you know, what was Cowboys and now AT&T Stadium. They have shown there is something about this franchise that they cannot put together back-to-back consecutive seasons of double-digit wins, even though we've seen all sorts of teams have that kind of success in years past. I mean, we're talking about the last 25 years. The entire New England Patriots dynasty, you know, has lived in this stretch of time. Peyton Manning's entire career and, and Hall of Fame enshrinement and launch of Omaha Productions. I mean, like so many things. Tiger Woods' entire dominance on, on the PGA Tour, right? Like all sorts of things have happened since the Dallas Cowboys last won double-digit games in back-to-back seasons. And so they are finally there. They have finally broken through. And I personally attribute an enormous amount of that credit to Mike McCarthy because he has made this about the football. And granted, there have been a lot of distractions. We'll call it that. I think that's an aggressive word, though. Um, lately with the Odell Beckham stuff but you know what they they, they had their fun with Odell oh it's gonna happen oh it's gonna you know Odell we're going to the Mavs game and then guess what they said well it doesn't work out for us we we have some whatever you know the Cowboys particular um line in the sand or, or you know bare minimum whatever has to be met was not met so what did they do they said look this would be fun we had a lot of fun but we're trying to win a Super Bowl here and that's I really it feels so much like that is the goal and people say all the time they've said for years Cowboys don't care about winning the Super Bowl they only care about making money blah 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 I don't know I'm not I'm not here to relitigate that but I'm here to say that this team cares about winning the Super Bowl that's goal number one and you can argue that losing to the Packers helped kind of snap them back into place you can argue that losing to the Niners last year in the playoffs helped snap them into place however they got here we are here we have arrived we are on the other side and that is not not true just because they don't win the Super Bowl this year if that winds up being the case I am so encouraged about the future of this franchise with Mike McCarthy at the helm if the Cowboys move on from Mike McCarthy I'm gonna have a big problem I'll tell you that right now Um, obviously barring some sort of catastrophic end of the season but they deserve a lot of credit for pulling this off the 10th win will come probably on Sunday afternoon maybe it'll take a little bit longer they are going to have consecutive seasons of double digit wins for the first time think about how long ago 1995 and 1996 was that was again over 25 years ago it's crazy it's it's absolutely bonkers it's wild it's ridiculous. It shouldn't happen. It shouldn't be the case. We should not be this impressed that they have done this. But nevertheless, these are the facts. These are the variables. These are the rules of engagement. Well done, Cowboys. Well, well, well done. All right. That's all I have to say about that. Like I said, later on today, scheduled to have an interview with Jason Witten. Um, so very excited to talk to him, see his thoughts on, on the current team and a few other things. Um, so be on the lookout for that, whether here on the podcast network or on the YouTube channel. Also later on today, a brand new episode of Riled Up with Roy White and Tom Ryle. Tomorrow, new episodes of Girls Talking Boys and the Star Seminar. Of course, on Saturday, a new episode of the World's Team. And then you and me will be back here. We'll be on the live show on the YouTube channel on Sunday afternoon, hopefully after the Cowboys do pick up that coveted double-digit win number 10 on the season against the little brothers Houston Texans 
Um, I hope you have a great day. I hope you enjoy Thursday Night Football, holiday season, movies, whatever you got going on. I hope um, I hope it really is the most wonderful time of the year for you. This is a magical time of the year, and it's all the more fun when, when the Cowboys are good. It just it, you know it makes things a little bit more fun. So I, I hope that you and yours are enjoying it. So um, let's bounce. Let's get out of here. Um, we will see you manana, my friends. Should we do it? Should we say it? As always, go Cowboys. And peace out. to do's, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.